This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapade. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on. The- we are both elementary school teachers. That's right, two brave men. <laughs> two brave, brave men and a women's field. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Have an idea? Question? Or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Welcome back to the Mousecapade Podcast. It is Saturday morning, Nick. We're off school, we've got our news prepared, we've got our history prepared, we're all ready to dish it out. So what do you have going on in the news? First off, I want to introduce Vicky. Vicky is also here with us in the Mouse Page uh, studio. Yeah, studio. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word for there for a split second. Vicky, say hi. Hi, everybody. And they're saying hi back. Thanks for coming back on. It's always good to have you with us recording, as always. Can we talk some Star Wars, Dave? I know the last couple episodes I've mentioned that right off the bat and you are getting tired of it and you're probably getting very angry right now your eyes aren't getting as red as i thought they would no not at all i like star wars just not so much as you and one thing that i uh realized when you hit record is that we have not talked on the podcast since the diamond anniversary special on abc last week i recorded it i i watched some of it i didn't watch all of it there were some boring parts that i fast forward through but did you watch the whole thing i did i was actually a little disappointed in it I, Why? Uh, just, I don't know, just the, uh, well, one thing that didn't work for me was that I did download the Applause app, and it sat there saying, listen, listening for the TV, and it did absolutely nothing. I did the same. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, didn't Yeah, see, I didn't, see, I thought ahead, and actually, when I heard that they had the app and you could do that, I just didn't download it because I knew everyone on God's earth would be downloading the same app and trying to get in at the same time that it'd probably just crash. Yeah, and, and so, maybe that was part of the glitch that I had. But the cool thing about that app, it, it's actually worthwhile. I kept it on my phone, is that uh, it actually tells you the active contests that are going on. So, like, right now there's a Hidden Mickey contest. So if you find a Hidden Mickey out in your everyday life, take a photo of it, send it in, you might win something. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's got these these contest updates, so maybe I'll win a free trip one of these days because of that app. But it didn't do anything on the Diamond Celebration special for me. No, and even, like, let's talk about Star Wars, because I mentioned yeah. that Han Solo, you know, Harrison Ford, announced some new announcements about Star Wars, but they really, to me, they weren't announcements. To me, it was just, tell me something, you're telling me something I already really know anyway, or figured out. It was really nothing new there, and for me, that was kind of disappointing. What about for you, Vicki? Actually, um, Nick's very excited to know that after we watched the live orchestration of the Star Wars performance of the music... My husband has now agreed to watch it with Nick. I told what? you that the other day. To yeah. watch Star Wars? I he, must have not been listening to you. I don't he know. He must I, not have been because I said he we said we were not going to the theater, but we'll watch it on DVD. Oh, oh, yeah. Why can't we go to the theater? Because he doesn't want to pay that much money to see Star Wars. What if I paid it for him? 
came from Whatever, my husband. We dude. have the money. He makes plenty of money to do that. But That he does. But yeah, it was very cool. Um, I heard they might do that at Powell Symphony Hall, play the Star Wars movie yeah, this yeah. summer and, yes. and have the live orchestration. I would encourage people to do I that. I took then. my mother to see um, Wizard of Oz there, I believe, with the orchestra. Uh, it was really neat. So I, <laughs> Jeff and I have already talked about if they do that, we're totally going. Well, it, would, I, it would be awesome. Just the little part that they did after Harrison. The Ford. soundtrack. I'm telling you, like Ray's intro is awesome. And that was what you got when the beginning was Ray's intro. And that's probably my favorite soundtrack out of the whole CD, by the way. And Jeff's included. That's his favorite as well. But let's talk Star Wars. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how the fireworks celebration was going to be coming to an end. And how we thought, you know, they're going to extend that. There's no reason why they would cancel that. Well, that is now morphing into a new Star Wars stage show and Nighttime Spectacular where you're going to have, it sounds like, or from what I'm reading, like a little parade of Star Wars characters, okay? And it's it's going to also be a stage show, and it's going to feature Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, Darth Maul, and all of their iconic moments in the film. And they're going to parade these people around so you can see all these characters. It seems like it'd be pretty cool to watch. Well, I think it's a lot like, um, I don't know... If they only do it at Christmas time, but they do dance party at Christmas time from like uh, 7.30 to 11.30. Right. And they have DJs play the music. So it sounds like they'll be playing Star Wars music maybe. And the characters come out and dance with the people and you can get autographs that way. And they do that right now or at Christmas last year. It was like Chippendale and Alice in Wonderland characters. Characters that you don't normally see. But I think from what I read, not from that, but from another article, right. that they're going to have them out there just cool. the same kind of thing. So you'll get to like interact with them. That's, so question, awesome. who's Captain Phasma? Because it's, uh, is that the red? The are red, you talking? Uh, are you serious? I don't have, know the name of these people. The, you saw the movie with Yeah, but I don't know the name of times. every single character. <laughs> All right, so saying. Captain Phasma is the female character, the, the chrome trooper, as she was okay, nicknamed. Okay, so it's not, okay. She's got, in charge know, of the First Order. Okay. That's all I have to say. Um, but I thought what was cool about the article that you read there is that um, they're going to have these huge spotlights that are going to be like lightsabers, and I just right. I wonder what kind of sound effects they're going to go with that. Ooh, yeah, cool. you're absolutely right. And also the That's... the the thing that uh, about this show is that they're going to project on pretty much every building around that that area. So wouldn't it be cool if you had the light side and the dark side? Yeah, they like say the they're going to crowd will split in the middle. They say they're going to turn teams. these different buildings into the different you know special places in Star Wars history that you all know all the names of, and I don't know the names of any of them. Well, it's about time. They should have done this a long time ago, and I'm glad Disney bought the rights. Uh, what was it? It's been now, what, six years ago they bought the rights? Yeah. But uh, they needed to do something to catch up with Universal, and I think Pixar Land and Star Wars Land is the answer. So, so on that special that we saw... Um, what there was nothing new to you at all. I like I like the video the video they showed about um, taking control of the Millennium Falcon, Falcon. and riding around. And we knew that that was well, going to be was one coming. of the things. Do you think that's the thing that we talked a while back about? Yes. Uh, Tiki Tiki Garden talking about well, how we even, was it? Uh, we talked about that even long time before that. Yeah, like six plus months ago. They talked about how big the building was. Oh yeah, no, that wasn't Tiki Garden. That was no, you're right. That was Tiki Garden. I think. Could have been Tiki Garden, or it could have been um, Ethan. Yeah. Because there's both. There's huge right. uh, construction going on on both world and land. And sometimes those get blurred when we're talking to when we're talking to Tiki Garden and Ethan as well. So, anywho, let's talk about uh, you know these Disney wraps where these planes get wrapped up. Or first off, you know the monorail. Though the, the monorail system's wrapped up with the with the newest newest and latest and greatest movie that's coming out through Pixar or through Disney. Well, there's a plane out there 
Um, Tam Airlines is, has wrapped one of their planes with a Disney character design. Check this photo out, you guys. This is pretty cool. So, so you have all the traditional characters. You have Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald. It says Walt Disney World. You see Cinderella's Castle in the background. Check out that Cinderella's Castle, not Aurora's. Right. And it has the fireworks. So it looks like it's the Wishes presentation that's going on, and that's on the tail of the wing. But that's pretty slick. How would you like to travel in a plane that looks like that? It's pretty cool. I wonder what it'd be kind of cool if they changed the inside as well. Yeah, who's ever heard of Tam Airlines? It's a Brazilian airline, it says. So uh, good luck finding <laughs> flights on that one. You want to go to Brazil? We had to no Zika virus. Maybe, oh. <laughs> uh, maybe Disney's well, going to start their new, their own airline. I mean, that's really the next thing, and they have the Magical Express. Yes, you're right. They could. That's a great idea. Just create their own yep. airline called the Magic Express. That'd be awesome. Um, let's talk about a little Pixar party. All right. This is planned for August uh, at Walt Disney World. Pixar Celebration, celebrating 30 years of Pixar animation, is hosting a, a Pixar pin trading event from August 26th to 27th. You're not big on pins, but isn't Joey big on pins? Yeah. Him and um, Anthony's Josiah. son, Josiah. Yeah, yeah. Josiah is big on pins as well. And when they, you guys went down in your trip last Christmas... You guys were trading pens with the cast members, right? Right. We didn't this past Christmas. Um, I actually got a little sad. I didn't know if Joey's grown out of it or if he's just excited. He's perfectly happy to get just the yearly pen now. Right. Where before he wanted to do anytime he wrote a new ride or something that was new for him, then he would want to um, get a pen for it. But he has the whole uh, little traveling case that <laughs> that you take, and um, we. Have, but if we have to pack it on the suitcase, or we have to pack it in our suitcase because we can't take it on the plane. So I always worry if they lost our suitcase. We'd be out hundreds of dollars of pins because he saved up his money and brought it with him to buy those every year. Yeah, those pins are, are definitely cool. You know, we've had, um, what's his face from that book? Uh, oh, geez, Leonard Kinsey talking yeah. about the pin scam. How you can go around and just buy pins made from China yeah. that are super cheap and give them to a cast member. And you're actually getting the legit pin from the cast member. Right. So, But again, you're screwing the person that's next in line who happens to choose that pin from the cast member. And they're getting a Chinese knockoff, right? Well, they'll they'll let you look at it beforehand, and Joey know. I guess Joey knows yeah. what to look for because he always looks at the pin and examines it before he's willing to trade. Okay, Dave, I thought of this when I saw this article uh, at the ESPN Center, ESPN Worldwide of Sports, or excuse me, Wide World of Sports. The Atlanta Braves are hosting their spring training this year in 2016, March 1st through April 1st. There's going to be an event, and this year. Uh, apparently the big deal is craft beer. So on the Disney blogs, they're announcing the Braves spring training event and they're supposed to bring in what's supposed to entice people to come watch the Braves play. And by the way, they're playing the Cardinals on one of those days is all these craft beers that they're bringing in. So they have a special of the day, huh? Right. Uh, looks like they're March 16th. Actually looks like they're playing the St. Louis Cardinals. And there you go. There's the beer. The beer that they're going to be providing is the Boulevard 80 Acre Boulevard, Kansas City, yeah. Kansas City product. So, so the Cardinals will be bringing that one in with them. Dogfish Head, uh, Romantic Chemistry. Have you, have you? I've read. I've had four of them. Okay, which ones? So I've had uh, Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Right. I've had the the Boulevard one. I've had uh, the Shark Bite. Miami Burn Shark Bite. Yeah. Cool. Uh, maybe just three. What about the American Ale? Not Brooklyn Brewing. No. 
Uh, I guess just three. Brooklyn's on there twice. It must be good, though. So it looks like there's about 11 or 12 uh, craft beers that they're, I, I guess, One's for promoting. the Mets, one for the Yankees. The Brooklyn, Did you see that? They're bringing the same beer, Brooklyn Brewing American Ale. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Beer. So this is supposed to entice people to come to Orlando and watch the Braves play. I think this is a this is a good uh, publicity stunt. You know, this is this is great. And these teams load up their their buses with uh, their their luggage and then their equipment and a couple cases of beer right. from their local market I was and say, they bring them to the spring training. Do you think they're playing? Uh, they have the the glove in one hand and the bottle in the other on the field. They should drink it while they play. <laughs> that would make it for a more interesting game. You know that. It is just spring training. So when the, the balls hit out in left field, the guy sees like four balls coming at him instead of just one. One beer for every run scored. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's talk about uh, Luigi's, and I hope I'm saying this correctly. You are, dude. Say it. Okay, I'm going Rollican. Nope. What? How do you say that? Luigi's Rollican Roadster. Rollican? 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 Whatever, dude. We just watched so, this one last night on so, YouTube. Okay, and what was your thoughts? I thought it was cool. Okay. Um, well, the cool thing about it is, so it's the ride. If you look at it overall, it's, it doesn't look extremely impressive. But the thing that's cool about this ride is that there's no track at all. So these cars are completely controlled. I don't know if it's radio frequency or if it's just programmed into the into the software on these cars. But they have this huge parking lot looking thing, and it's all of Luigi's cousins came from Carsoli, Italy, and. They just they the cars do this coordinated you know choreography type dance while with people inside of them so um, it's pretty cool. I, Is that I, a car? It looks like tires. Those are the old ones. That's right. That's the Luigi flying tires. That's Luigi's flying tires. Yeah. Um, which it, oh here it's the replacing no that's Mater's no, that's Junkyard, Mater's Jamboree. Junkyard Jamboree. So the new one we'll post it with in the show notes for this one. Uh, Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters. There's I think they said 18 different coordinated dances. And the cars trade off so they won't have the same role in every dance. So there's 20 different cars that you can get into with 18 different dances. The possibilities are limited. So you're not controlling the cars Nothing. You sit there. There's no track. It's just a car going around the place. I was oh, hoping wow. it was like bumper cars. And it's, they spin around real fast. Well, that, would been the old, that would have been like the old ride. I don't know because I've never rode those. Luigi's flying tires. It was awful. Stunk. Dude, it was awful. Well, it only lasted two years. So right. that should tell you something. And even I remember when we walked by it, you had even said, that is, that's awful. Because they just sat there. It was right. like they had too much weight in them. They never went anywhere. So this is a, an upgrade for what they had. Um, you know, I think they probably could have done a little bit better, but they have limited space there. And they just, they probably wanted something for little kids to do. So um, All right. that's why, but it, it does remind me a lot of, of Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. I mean, you get in the back of... The, uh, the Mater car, and it kind of takes you around. Now, they do have a track, and it kind of spins you around, but um, this one looks really cool. If it wasn't sitting next to Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, or if they had something else for the other one, I think it would probably be even better. So, have you ever been on the Haunted Mansion ride where it stops, guys? Yeah. Every time? Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much every time. You sit there, and you're like, when's it going to start back up? And as soon as it starts back up, you've been sitting maybe for 30 seconds, and it starts back up, it stops like three seconds later. Yep. Okay. Has that ever happened to you at Test Track? It's happened. No. It happened to me. Really? Plenty of times. Yes. Uh, actually, the last time I was on it with my boy, it happened to us maybe three, possibly four times. So check this out. There's a dude, I guess, that he got just as tired as we, you know, that we get at times, sitting there waiting for the ride to start again. So a guest cut his seatbelt on Test Track because he got tired of waiting during a ride stoppage. 
<laughs> I've been there. I don't know if I've had my knife with me to cut myself out of the seatbelt before. I don't but know how he got through security. Dude, isn't this nuts? This happened uh, on the 21st of February. And it says a guest was able to exit his ride vehicle on test track during a recent period of technical difficulties on the attraction. Um, so I assume the ride stopped like they always do if something were to go wrong when people are loading in the, you know, in the car. And so right. the ride itself will stop. Um, this guy got tired of waiting and just snipped his his seatbelt. And they never so, found him. I'm jumping right. ahead on your article and they never right. found the guy. Well, what, I want to know. How do, how you, do you not find him? And then how do you get through? What, do you have a pocket knife? Or, I mean, yeah, that's you, why I was reading the article that you're reading because it never says what he used to get out. Right. And they won't know because he, they never found him. He's a ghost. So what if he's still in the ride? Could be. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know, he's, he's homeless now, walking the streets of, of Epcot. I'd be, I'm just really surprised he got in with that. I mean, I guess he could have put it in his shoe, because they don't make you take your shoes off yet, but that'll be next. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. They don't make you take your shoes off, do they? No, not yet. No, they don't. All right, moving along. I just thought of this one. Not that it's that important, Dave, but I thought of this one because you're doing your you're running your marathon on the 16th and 17th, right? Or is it, it is that weekend? Sunday the 17th. The 17th. Uh, New Balance now is sponsoring running trails at Walt Disney World. That means nothing to me because I quit running a while back. It's got to be old news because we went uh, right. We went back last summer. We stayed at uh, Wilderness Lodge, and they have a right. path outside there that was sponsored by New, New Balance. Balance. Yeah. yeah, this article maybe just they po- just renewed it. It could have just popped up. Or yeah. maybe there's more. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This article just popped huh. up. Says Did it, you run that one at uh, Caribbean Beach when you stayed there? No. Dude, I don't have time to run when I'm there. Well, I, I spend know, my whole days running. You run, I was going to say, you're running from park to park. Yeah, so I looked at the sign as we walked by. <laughs> That's about the best I could do. So Harrison Ford, getting back to the to the special, Harrison Ford uh, released, you know, talked about the concept art for the new Star Wars lands that were planned for the Disney parks. And they showed the pictures on television. They also showed them on the, I guess, the slideshow presentation if you're there in the theater. What, what were your thoughts on this? I'm looking. We're looking at the concept art right now, and it looks really cool. But my biggest complaint is, it really do, unless that's the actual land you're walking in, that does nothing for me. I think it. I think that will be the land that you're walking in. However, if you look at that concept art, it doesn't have fifty thousand people standing all yeah. over it. I mean, you so do it looks see, real cool until well, you get everybody there. You see a path, like you do see a trail path. It doesn't look quite wide enough, though. You know, I'm, I was looking at this earlier today, and it's like it looks like a trail path for maybe four people. I don't know. I hope it looks just like this concept art. Yeah. I mean, if it looks just like just like this concept art, then you're really gonna feel like you're in the Star Wars universe. Like, here's the launch pad for uh, the Millennium Falcon, and like you feel like if if that is it, and you're able. See, there's a lady with her son and mouse ears. I mean, or Mickey ears, if you're able to get that close to the Millennium Falcon and see the detail and walk around as if you're in the hangar, that's pretty cool. But I don't know, man. I'm looking at these these concept art pictures, and I just have a hard time believing this is exactly what it's going to look like. I feel the same way about Pandora. Right. You know, the concept art for Pandora is the same type of way they have it. Right. You're out in the middle of of the scene. Like, there's nobody there. You know, like, when in their concept art, they don't pencil people in there. So right. what you see is what it would look like if the park was empty, but I'm always leery as, as to what it's going to look like once you get people in there because it's totally going to ruin the effect once you have all and the And the horizon inside. line, you're going to have the other park. Like, is this going to be a land where I'm going to feel no, like, yes, I'm in it. Star like Wars land, land, but 
but I feel like I'm still in a park. No, I bet they do. We've been to Cars Land and saw how they did the backdrop of the mountains. They're going to do the same thing here so you can't see anything in the background. They'll just paint the, the buildings go away green, right? Maybe. <laughs> So, and that's that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about, man. That's that's all we have, really, that I thought was interesting in the news. So that's all I got for you. Vicky, you have anything to add? I was trying to think, because I thought I told you something last week, but got on the news. Yeah, as teachers, you know, you're just... You've got a hundred things in your head. Exactly. More like a thousand things going on a <laughs> uh, mile a minute. And, um, no, you, I, I totally understand. That's all we got for you, dude. So uh, why don't you take us back? We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. Okay, we're kicking off Disney history this week. February 27th, 1992. Elizabeth Taylor, famous movie star. The younger generation out there probably doesn't know who she is. But she was a famous movie star and super rich. Uh, Best friends with Michael Jackson, by the way, kids, if you know who Michael Jackson is. And uh, she decided that for her 60th, her diamond birthday, she was going to rent Disneyland after hours and invite a thousand of her friends to Disneyland for a private party. The whole park. That happens. That happens. And I'll tell you, remember my cousins that we met up with uh, out in Disneyland yeah. last time we went? Well, she used to work at Disneyland and often they have after hour parties for the elite. For certain cast members that have worked for Disney for so many years. Wow. uh, Or just for the cast members themselves. And she was telling me stories how, uh, I know they do this at least once a year, they have a big party for just the cast members. And all night long, it's one big party celebration where you can, they have rotations, like shifts. If they Mm -hmm. want to partake, you have to work it. But then you can can also, because rides have to be worked. Sure. You know, so they, they do that. And I, I think that they probably have a little more liberty at Disneyland to do that, whereas at Disney World, it's such a madhouse of people, and it's so overwhelming that they probably don't have the ability to shut something down for a party like that. Right. All right, we're moving on. February 29th, Happy Leap Day 2012. Disney jumped on board with Leap Day, and maybe they'll do it again this year. I haven't heard, though. Uh, Disneyland in California and the Magic Kingdom is open for 24 hours, and they called it One More Disney Day. Yeah, I thought that would always be awesome to go to. You've talked about that. Yeah, and go there for 24 hours. I, yeah. They have the 24-hour event. I think they do a yearly one, um, but this one only happens on leap year. So it happened in 2012. I have not heard anything about this leap year. That was the last right, leap year, though. Right, which is right around the corner. That's just in a few days. Yep. And if you're listening to this podcast... That's just in two days. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I, I haven't heard, and I doubt that they probably will do anything. Maybe they learned their uh, learn their lesson after this one. 24 hours is a long But time. you know what's cool? I have always said I've always wanted to be homeless on Main Street, USA. You, you could literally act that out if you're there for 24 <laughs> hours. You could lay down on a bench and be homeless. Main Street, USA. Well, I don't think they, do they have benches? I don't think they even have benches. They on. used to. They used to have park benches around the, around the flag. Yeah, you're right. Town Square there. They take those out? No, um, they like park the characters there. Right, right, in front right. Of them. You're so right, then, you're right. And I guess so they can take a break. <laughs> and it's chained off sometimes, most of the time. Most of the time it's, yeah. it's chained off in the daytime. Like, I want to say 11 to 7, they're always rotating characters out. Well, it's prob- that's probably the cleanest street in the United States, so I'd probably just lay down on the ground. You could do that. Put, no- put newspaper and cardboard down? You should you and just lay down, dude. Get there for rope drop in the morning and run <laughs> in down. and lay down and just let people walk. Lay down next to Casey's Corner. 
<laughs> pick off all the food that's thrown away, you know, from the, from, from the visitors. All right, we're moving on. March 1st, 1940. We're going way back. I thought this story was kind of interesting because um, everybody knows Walt is a big kid and he's always smiling and he's always saying nice things. But what we don't know is how how hard he was on his employees. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, if you watch documentaries about him, that's that comes out in those documentaries. But uh, March 1st, 1940 was a time where um, Walt surprised a bunch of people and actually had good things to say about two of his animators, uh, Frank Thomas and Milt Call. Uh, were doing some work on Disney and must have done something right because Walt actually said, and these are his exact words, thanks, fellas, that's great stuff, no kidding. Those personalities are pure gold. And I guess the room just went dead because nobody ever heard him say nice things to his animators. You know, the big line for him was always, that'll work. And that was like the best praise you could ever get out of the guy. But um, on this instance, March 1st, 1940, that's what he said to these two guys, and it was like the greatest compliment he ever gave to any of his people. Yeah, and if you're interested in more stories like that, definitely watch uh, Walt, the man behind the myth. Um, yeah. And you can listen to that. We just dropped that episode this past week, so you can. we have the audio version of Shameless that. Shameless plug. Yeah, we have the audio version of that uh, that we dropped this past week, so definitely listen to that. Sweet. All right, we got the next one is March 2nd, 2014, just a couple years ago. Disney's Frozen. Everybody loves Frozen. They, and let me tell you, everybody did love Frozen back in March of 2014. Now they all deny it now, but back then they did. They well, we won. did. It's just overkill now. They won for Best Animated Feature, the Academy Award. No, no doubt. It's a great film. You know, when I saw that on Thanksgiving, it was the day before Thanksgiving, I think, or maybe it was the day after when it released. I saw it on release weekend. I, I got out of the theater and I, I told my wife, you know, I'm like, dude, they, Disney has a hit here. Anytime, and I've said this before, you have kings and queens and princesses and, it, and it's a musical, you're going to have a hit. If you stick to that storyline, you'll have a hit. Adina Manzel, best, best song for a movie, I think is what it says. Best achievement in music written for motion picture. But you know what, though, with that, like, like the song Let It Go, I mean, no matter where you're at, if that song comes on, even if it's the instrumental version, your foot starts tapping. It makes and you happy. It does. It really does. And you can hear it a mile away. So unless you're, a preteen, right. unless you're a preteen to teenage girl, in which case you yell, can you turn this off? Immediately. Or, what, your daughter? From experience, yes. Seriously? Yeah. What? All right. March 3rd, 2004. No, 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 stop. Seriously? Yeah. I told you. Everybody hates that movie now, but everybody loved that movie. Is that the new ago. trend is to hate it? Yes. Oh, everybody hates that movie now. No, I don't yeah, hate we just it. Showed that movie, and yeah. the kids all loved it. Well, we gave the option this year to show that movie with four other movies that weren't even as good, and one person, one kid out of 160, picked to watch that. One. Wait, we what's talking about? For, for what? Your holiday party? Cool. I mean, your winter party? For our winter party, we did show it to all for the second grades. Day. Oh, I wa- we watched Home Alone. <laughs> Were you going to watch Home Alone? Got more votes than Frozen did. Yeah, we watched Home. So in our in our classroom, we did too. We watched Home Alone. Take them to Disney. They'll still yeah, be frozen. Yeah, no, it's so true. I can't wait to ride the ride, by the way. It's like meeting a movie star. Sorry, Dave. He wants to get through his no, history. Right, I get it. Fine. All right, it. so what's what's up next? March 3rd, 2004, Disney's Board of Directors holds their annual meeting of shareholders in Pennsylvania. And at this time, um, Roy O. Disney cut a speech because he was on his way out. And they, were, they were ticked at him. He says, my dad was quoted as one saying, it's easy to make decisions once you know what your values are. Unfortunately, our corporate values have been compromised in recent years. And so 
like it's one of those moments where he's he made his speech, he dropped the mic, he walked out, and that was pretty much the end of him. Isn't that sad, that. dude? Yeah. I don't think there's even there's no longer. I mean, there's one other Disney person that visits the park every now and then. He still has the still has the stamp Disney, right? But I don't think he has any stake in the company, um, and that's sad. You know, is, is there is there anyone out in the Disney family that still has any stake? I'm in the sure company? there is, but they are more of just a just besides a earning royalties, besides earning money off of it. Do they are they decision makers? Do they do anything? Well, I hope they had some say so that he always plays a part in it because it was his dream. That's sad if yep. you think about it. Your legacy is now it's not forgotten, but it's not in the family. No, and it should have been kept that way, and it didn't go that way because it because when it was kept in the family it started to go downhill and then they decided to seek outside help so um by the way that same meeting after the meeting was over with they announced that michael eisner would be taking charge right which was good i mean that revamped disney yep renaissance we've, t- we've had many conversations about that one definitely vicky do you have anything to add before we uh, close out the show oh just i remembered what it was that i told you is that they are now retiring dream along with mickey which I don't know when they started it, but I saw it in 2009, and it was still playing when I was there last Christmas. And they're going to put a new um, show up called Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. Yeah. And bring in, like, um, I don't know if it's Mia's still favorite, but Princess and the Frog is going to be in it, and Tangled, and Minnie Mickey, Goofy Donald, um, Rapunzel, and Flynn Rider, Olaf, Anna, and Elsa. And um, it just sounded cool. They're trying to bring in the newer ones so that the kids know more about them. I mean... Although it's kind of sad to me, I think they should like trade them out and have right. the old and the new so that the kids can be familiar with both. I like that they do that. I mean, that's made my kids want to go back and watch some of the older movies. The, the classics are the classics, and they need to stick around. Right. Have you have you uh, found a replacement yet? No, but I, I, I did say that our email box is wide open, and right. we're ready for those responses to just come flooding in next. Dude, and, all, and it's like a tunnel because all we hear is wind. We need somebody to carry that torch, yeah. So, um, But, hey, I did want to say one more thing. Uh, Kingdom Keepers followers out there. Kingdom Keepers is a local author, Ridley Pearson, who's won tons of awards for his series, The Kingdom Keepers. And right. the next series based on that is called The Return. And the new book drops March 29th, and I can't wait. It's a month. A little more than a month from now, his new book comes out, and I can't wait to read it. Well, let's go. Let's go back to what we were just talking about. So, you're let the listeners know again, just in case they didn't hear it the first time. You're leaving like mid March, right? Right. So, I I told Nick back when we started the show that that I would do this with him, and we committed to a year's subscription to Podbean, which is where we host our podcast from, uh, the service that holds our actual audio clips and sends them out to iTunes and all of the other places. They get it. So, um, <laughs> so. Our year is coming to an end here, and um, I told Nick that the show, love, love doing the show, but it's a lot of work, and I just, I, I want to spend that time with my family because I think that they, um, they need me, and I just, as much as I love talking Disney, I love talking to my family and playing with my family more, so that's where I'm heading. With Dave leaving, um, you know... We divvied up everything, so it was like 50-50. And with Tiki Garden... Really, and really, Nick did most of the work, to be honest. Okay, well, all right. So <laughs> I was just trying... <laughs> no. Anywho, no, so I think uh, we're going to have help from everyone. I know Vicki already said she's going to come on every now and then. Jeff wants to come on every now and then. Uh, Ethan and, and Tiki Garden will definitely be a major part of the podcast as well. So I think we're going to have to start thinking about and getting a little creative of our new format for the show. With you leaving, that's huge. And um, so we're going to have to put our uh, thinking caps on and kind of figure something out. So 
If you definitely have any ideas uh, or questions or want to be on the show, share your experiences with Nick and Dave on the show, contact us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. You can text us, 407-674-0414. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher Radio. Just simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. I think it's about that time, fellas. Peace. 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 Have a magical day, my friends.
我看我要什么呢呀？